Hello, everyone, and welcome to Breathe Motivation. My name is Anthony Hester. I'm the host for this show. So glad to join you guys. I know it's been a while, been a couple months. I keep telling you guys that it's. I'm, I'm going to be more consistent, and I'm not. So I do apologize for not speaking what I say, but I will try my best to be a little bit more consistent. I know as far as this goes, you're hearing old music. I'm on a laptop. So I can be upstairs so I don't wake up my baby by talking. My wife's working in the other room. So it's been a little bit of a challenge. So that's why you're hearing the old music. But it's good to hear that from way back when I took this episode from like 67. So that's where we're at. But I want to say thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you guys so much for being patient. I know it's been a while since I've been on here. But I'm glad to join you guys on this. It's been, you know, just crazy. I, you know, I... You know, back, last time I was on here, I was recovering from sickness. I'm pretty sure it was COVID, but wasn't sure if it was COVID or not. Um, you know, <laughs> we have our baby. He's now 10 months old, doing, you know, doing well, getting stronger every day, crawling, starting to kind of make sounds of talking. It's pretty awesome. So starting to sit up, all kinds of cool stuff. So getting to enjoy the dad moments. You know, I've been working my full-time job. On top of that, also running my candle business, which unexpectedly took off, uh, you know, in April. So been very busy but I wanted to jump on here because there's a lot going on right now <laughs> right and it's not something you know I don't even know why I'm laughing but I just laugh when I get uncomfortable and I, I think a lot of people do that but I wanted to jump on here because I know that right now things are scary right things are you know we just came out of like 60 to 90 days of pandemic where we're all on lockdown in our houses and we can't go anywhere and then all of a sudden this kind of race, uh, you know, race conversation comes up again. And it's so it's, it's hard, right? It's so hard to go through these things. And, you know, the things that I've been seeing on social media, and, you know, everybody kind of bickering back and forth, you know, trying to prove their point of who's right and who's wrong, whether looting's right, whether it's right or wrong, you know, white or black, you know, all these things that are going on. And, you know, it's frustrating. It's frustrating to see that we are here as a society at this point in two, you know, 2020, right? <laughs> Just 2020 has been a crazy year as it is, but to come out of the pandemic and to have this happen, you know, to have another uh, black American, you know, not even black American, just an American be killed, right? He, he is black, right? He is black. He is a black American that was killed, you know, in Minnesota. And this is something that continues to happen. And, you know, the reason why I wanted to jump on here, me being, you know, uh, biracial, I, I'm black and white, uh, you know, and, it's a struggle sometimes to see this because I think sometimes we're, you know, as a society, we, we try to force people into boxes and being biracial, it's very tough coming up because you're not really quite sure where you belong. And I know it sounds kind of weird because you're not in that situation or haven't been in that situation, but it's very weird growing up because you don't really know where you belong. You don't really, you know, you're not fully black, you're not fully white. Um, so it's kind of a question of where you belong, what box you fit in. But, you know, as I've I, as I've learned and as I've grown, you don't really fit into a box <laughs> and nobody should just fit into a box. You should be your own person. And I think that's where we're running into issues right now, because as I look at, at, at the issues of what we're fighting for, right, as a, as a black American, I, I am angry. You know, it's tough to see black Americans being killed 
you know, for, for no reason, you know, and, you know, that was one of the things I struggled with growing up was that, you know, I had a conversation with my friend um, from work and we were kind of talking about this situation and, you know, I've tried to stay away from the news because it's all been just really negative and it, it wears me down and it's starting to wear me down again on social media. And that's kind of why I haven't probably been on here as much because I felt like I had no energy to give um, as far as positive energy. So, uh, when it comes down to it, you know, we were talking about the situation and, you know, we kind of got in the conversation of, you know, hey, you know, this, ha- you know, it's not as bad. You know, he said, you know, he's white and he's like, you know, this, you know, I understand, but I don't understand, you know, these things happen to all sorts of people. And I was just confused. I was like, you know, but do you worry about getting pulled over? Do you worry about going out in public and, and worrying about, you know, is this going to be my last day if I get pulled over by a police officer and I just do the wrong thing? And he's like, well, no. And I was like, that's the problem. That's the point. That's what we're talking about here. And by no means do I, I want to separate races. I don't want to get into that race war. Um, I, I know as far as, you know, as a society, that's what we want. And, and, and that's what's happening is we're so divided across this race war. My, my goal is to, you know, share my experience from, from my point of view. Um, and, and I think that's kind of where we're at, too, is that, you know, that we have so many people that want to be heard. Right. So many people want to be heard, but nobody's listening. Nobody's looking to, you know, empathize or have compassion for that other person. You know, by no means, like I said, I'm not even full black. And I feel some of those things as being black. You know, I, I as I was, you know, as I grew up, I watched the media, you know, black people are portrayed as monsters. Right. They're they're bad. They're they do illegal things. They steal. They all kinds of things. Right. Um, from my personal experience, you know, I, I've, you know, I I even asked my friend the other day or today, I was like, you know, have you been followed around in a store because people thought they were going to, that you were going to steal? No, I have been right. I walk into a Best Buy, I walk into Target, you know, people follow you. And this is when I was younger and maybe it's because I was a teenager or whatnot. But at the same time, you know, I think none of my white friends were being followed around. I was right. And I had a couple of friends and I won't even say friends at this point because it was stupid. They walked out of Walmart at, through one of those self-checkouts when they first started coming out with a microwave, a toaster, and all this stuff with b- barely paying for any of it. And I was like, man, like I would never be able to get away with that. One, consciously, because I would never do that because <laughs> that's not right. And I, I'm not that kind of person. I don't want to steal from anybody. <laughs> right? I feel guilty for even thinking about, you know, if I accidentally take a pen from work, right? <laughs> That's what they teach you in training. So I'm well trained. But at the end of the day, you know, the the issue that we're having is that nobody is willing to empathize and have compassion for the other side, right? The the side that you're on and the side that you're choosing is the one that you've grown up around, right? Your beliefs are stowed upon you. They're not, you know, you don't decide those beliefs when you're first here, right? When you're first on earth, your beliefs are created by the people that are surrounding you, your relatives, your family, your friends, you know, who you grow up with the most. And even to this day, the people you surround yourself with is kind of the kind of person you are uh, as it goes. Right. And that's the piece that we're missing. You know, I think selfishly, you know, I think people are selfish. We're naturally selfish as a society. Right. And we tend to turn away when things are inconvenient. Right. When it starts to mess with your life and things are starting to become inconvenient, we quickly will change our direction. We'll quickly look the other way instead of having to face up to it and say, hey, you know, maybe that this is wrong. Maybe I do need to stand up, whether you're white, black, you know, brown, whatever color you are. Hey, I need to stand up because that's the right thing to do. And I think that's the point that we're missing is that we don't have that compassion. We don't have 
you know, we don't have that empathy for other people. And that's the sad part about the society and where we're living is we've got to be able to be more compassionate and, and empathize. And I think that begins with empathizing and being compassionate with ourselves. You know, I think, you know, a lot of people don't speak up because they're afraid of being attacked. And I don't think anybody should be fearful of being attacked for having an opinion, right? Everybody is entitled to an opinion now. Do you have to agree with everybody's opinion? Absolutely not. And some of you guys might be listening to me and not agree with anything I'm saying, but I'm willing to listen. And I hope you're willing to listen. I I hope you're willing to hear the different stories from other people that you know, because other, you know, because people are being affected. Everybody is affected by this, whether you want to see it or not. And the problem is that our views are outdated, right? This is a generational issue. This is a generational trauma, right? Coming back up because of something that sparked it, right? We were triggered by something to bring this back, right? People are angry. People are upset. And they have a right to be angry and upset. Now, again, if you, you know, looting and all that stuff, I don't want to get into that piece of it because, I don't think that there is a right answer and that you can't put, again, you can't put this thing into a box. People are going to react the way they're going to react. And the reason why people are reacting so angrily is because this is generational. These are things that continue to go on and nothing changes. And what we need to do and what we need to start focusing on is changing ourselves, changing ourselves as individuals. And you might find this I don't know why I, in the world I thought about this. I was making candles one day uh, and I was listening to, you know, my playlist and, uh, you know, it made me think of it. This time made me think of it as, you know, John Mayer, right? <laughs> John Mayer came out with a song, Waiting on the World to Change. And I think that's what we are wanting to do is we're waiting for somebody else to fix the problem. We're waiting for somebody else to come up with the solution instead of ourselves coming up with that solution and making that change. But that change is not going to happen until one of us starts to step up and take that change and make that change, right? We've all got got to be able to look at ourselves and say, hey, how can I make a difference, right? Whether that's just treating somebody a little bit differently. Maybe that's just giving somebody a little bit more love and attention. Maybe that's just hearing somebody else's opinion instead of being so worried about being right or wrong, right? None of us should fear ever sharing our opinion. Now, people can not agree with that opinion And it's okay that people don't agree with that opinion. Again, it's got to be okay, but you've got to be willing to be open and open your mind and open your heart to other people's situations, right? Have that empathy and compassion just like you should with yourself because I think that's something too that we're, we're not getting. We're not giving ourselves empathy and compassion when things aren't going right. We're so quick to beat ourselves up and so quick to get defensive, right? You know, I went through a lot of, um, you know, kind of trauma and, and, um, childhood, you know, kind of mental abuse growing up, uh, and still into my adulthood, um, you know, from a close family member. And I've talked about it, you know, with my mom and, you know, I think she went through that with her family as well. And it's just a generational cycle. And that's kind of what we're seeing with the the race things going on as well. The race, um, inequalities and injustice is going on. Um, and, and that's the, the piece of it. And that's what's so frustrating about it is that, you know, at some point, you've got to be able to say, man, this is messed up, right? You know, I, I, as much as I love my mom and uh, as much as everything's going on, you know, you have your, <laughs> you, you want your ability to be able to be treated like a human being the way that you want to be treated and how you should be treated. And you've got to be able to have that compassion and, and that, that empathy for yourself to say, hey, you know what, this isn't normal, right? Because what we're going through in this world and this society right now is not normal. 
I know everybody keeps saying, hey, we're walking into the new normal. No, none of this is normal. And this shouldn't be the new normal, right? And if we got to, if we want to make change, we've got to effectively make that change within ourselves and start spreading that message. If you have a message, you know, and you feel like you need to share, do something about it, right? That's why I started a podcast. I started a podcast because I wanted to, you know, bring out more positive energy. I wanted to help people find purpose and passion through my experiences, right? By no means, uh, by no means am I a guru or am I telling you I, I do everything right in my life? Cause I don't, but I think I can share my experiences and share that amongst people and have people hear this and be hopefully be an inspiration to them to say, Hey, you know, I can do whatever I want and, and I can be positive and I can be focused on, on me and do the right things and help people and I can be positive and I can make my way out of bad times into good times, right? We can make the best out of any situation and make it better. And that's what we have to do as a society. And it hurts me to see that we, we can't, we're not even on that level in 2020, right? And, you know, it surprises me. And I, I thought about this last week as, as I've been going through my internal dialogue, you know, uh, it's, it's crazy to think that civil rights was just like 60 or 70 years ago, the Civil Rights Act wasn't passed until like 60 or 70 years ago, which seems like a long time ago, but it really wasn't. So these are things that have systematically been in place for 60 or 70 years and things have not, you know, things have changed, but they haven't gotten to where they need to be. What people are asking for is just an equal seat at the table, right? And it's the same thing for men and women's rights, right? Women want to be paid equally for the same jobs that men are doing, right? There's always this battle between two, two causes, right? You've got your blacks versus your whites. You've got your men versus your women. You've got Democrats versus Republicans. That's how it is. We've been played by the system and we've got to stop getting played by the system. We've got to be able to open up our minds and soul, you know, souls and hearts to people. We're all people. We all deserve love. And that's a big piece. And that's what's going to help us make it through this situation is being able to have empathy and have that compassion for your neighbor, for your friends, for your family, being able to open up and open up your and take down those walls. Stop being so defensive, right? You know, when I when I talk to white people, you know, and like I said, I'm half white myself. And I shouldn't have to even clarify that because it's not meant as derogatory. But we're not asking white people to all white people to apologize for all the nasty things that some white people did, right? Stop taking it on as that. We've got to stop taking it on as something that you have to fix right? If you see something that's not working, let's be part of the solution, not part of the problem and saying, hey, I'm not apologizing for everybody because I didn't do it, right? The part is to empathize and say, hey, you know what? Things aren't right. Let me see what I can do to help you get to where we need to be so we can be on equal playing fields. That's all people are asking for is to be on equal playing fields, not to be a second rate citizen in a country that they built, right? <laughs> you, th you look at slavery and that's what happened, right? So, I don't like to be political. I don't like to get on here and, and have those things, but I felt like those were things that we need to say. And I just know that we can make it through this situation, but we've got to be able to band together and find a solution, you know, really attack the solution, right? <laughs> it, I, I, I keep thinking like, how can I make a change? How can I make a difference? You know, speaking up is, is a big piece of it. If you see something racist, speak up, right? Don't be afraid to do that, you know, you know, somebody says something off color, then call them out for it, right? And it's those little things, you know, maybe, you know, people have grown, like I said, these habits are habits that are generational habits that we've got to be able to call people out for because maybe they don't even realize they're doing it, right? So if we can point that out, guess what? That one little change can make a big difference. 
if there's seven people, seven billion people in the world, I think there's 350 million people in the United States. So that little change can make a big difference. You know, it, it'll compound and it can make a huge difference. And that's what we've got to do. We've got to band together. We've got to be better than this, right? We've got to attack the issue uh, of, you know, human rights and equality for all, right? That's where we need to be. Nobody should be ashamed of who they are. Nobody should be afraid to walk out of their house and worry if it's going to be their last day of their life, right? And, and I know people think that's a big exaggeration, but that's truly what happens, right? So you've got to be able to empathize with those people, show compassion towards your neighbor, show compassion towards people and yourself. And I promise things will get better and we will make it through this because we as a society are resilient and we've made it through these things before, but we've really got to change the narrative. And I don't know if that means us running for office, right? <laughs> you know, we've got all these these older people and I don't want to be oldest or I don't even know what they call it, ageist. I don't want to be ageist, but, you know, that's what I'm talking about is these outdated views, you know, but none of us are willing to to take that step. You know, if, if we really want to make a difference, let's start running for public office. Let's start making our, our way through it and, and believing in ourselves that we can do it because you can do it and you can run for office or make whatever change, start a podcast, start talking about these things, put it out there however you want to, however, whatever you feel comfortable doing, just start doing it, start making a change within yourself and start making a change around your little circle and, and things will get better. And that's all I'm asking. That's all, all we need to do. And I know we can do it and stop waiting for the world to change because it's not going to change unless we change it ourselves. So nobody else is going to change it. Start taking responsibility. I know it's a lot to to hold on to. It's a it's a big boulder that's going to go on your shoulders. But I think it's something that we all can carry together and we don't all just not one person has to carry it all. So spread as much love as you can. You know, I know with COVID and everything, we're still on social distancing and all those things. But hug your loved ones tightly you know, tell them how much you love them, you know, speak to your friends and family and don't be afraid to say, I love you. I know some people are really weird about that and saying, I love you to your friends, but start doing that. Start spreading more love. Cause that's what it's all about is, is having that love, that compassion, that empathy for other people and, and being able to walk a mile in their shoes and being the best we can be as a, as a society, as, as humans, you know, uh, we're all the, you know, we're all, we're all important. And, you know, that, that's what matters. So, I love you guys. I love all of you guys. I appreciate your guys' patience. I know it's been a while since I've released an episode, but continue uh, to do the right thing, continue to do the best thing. And I, I, I don't even want to say that I'm going to continue to try to do this weekly because I don't know what's going to happen, but I will try to be more frequently um, with this. This is something that I enjoy doing. Like I said, I had to take some time off. I was sick. And then, you know, here I am. I'm not even going to make the excuses, but I, I love you guys. I really appreciate you guys tuning in. You guys can message me and email me on anthony at breathemotivation.com uh, my social media at breathe motivate by twitter and instagram and facebook breathe motivation so you guys can message me anywhere um, you guys can text me call me whatever i've got a phone number on facebook if you want to text me or call me uh, that'd be fun to have some conversations with you guys as well so if you guys are ever struggling i'm i'm, I'm here to help you as much as i can um, I love hearing from you guys. I love having conversations with you guys on social media. And I think it's important for us to stay as proactive as possible. So uh, if you do want to reach out, you can do that. Um, and feel free. Um, actually, let me, let me tell you the phone number. I'll give you my uh, phone number that's on my, my Google Voice number. It's 469-209-9113. So if you guys want to uh, message me, you want to call me, whatever, uh, I'm open for that. So... Uh, you know, I'll try to get back to you as best as I can, but uh, I would love to hear from you guys and 
uh, love to hear from your experiences and uh, you know let's let's start a positive train of energy here so um, as always remember to breathe motivation and exhale success and i will see you guys soon thank you so much